What's good, everybody? The Washington Wizards lose to the Orlando Magic 127 to 119, but there were some bright spots. There was a little pool party going on tonight. Jordan Poole looks solid, and the landlord Daniel Gafford grabbed 13 rebounds. So, we're going to talk about the game tonight. Look forward to tomorrow night's game against the Raptors and chop it up like we always do. Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Brandon Scott again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. And tonight, I mean, we appreciate you guys making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every single day and tonight's episode is brought to you by game time download the game time app create an account and use promo code locked on nba for twenty dollars off your first purchase so we'll just catch the l tonight but there were some bright spots jordan Poole did his thing and the landlord grabbed 13 boards and really minimalized window carter tonight so there was definitely bright spots but we catch the l tonight again 127 to 119. So what were, what was the good, the bad, and the ugly night? Um, the good was the fourth quarter from Jordan Poole. Uh, Jordan Poole put up double digits in the fourth quarter. We've seen him uh, kind of hit somewhat of a stride the last couple of games. He's played better. He's looked more comfortable. Same thing with Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones started out hot. I thought he had a good game as well. Uh, Corey Kispert played well. Those were some of the good things. And Gafford played well with the double-double. Thought he had a strong performance, finished well, ran the floor, had a couple blocks. Uh, but the bad, I would say, is is Kyle Kuzma. Um, yeah. And I love Kuz. You know, there's a yeah. report that, you know, we would get a first-round pick for him. We'll probably talk about that another time, either this week or, or next week. There was a report coming about his trade, coming out about his trade value. But he just he didn't look like himself. So I don't know if he has a leg injury or a knee injury or ankle injury or whatever's going on. Um, I, I do think he should take some time off and rest because it looks like he's just trying to force it and force the issue and play through an yeah. injury right now. Uh, he took a shot. It, we were just looking at the play-by-play. It was 125 to 119 with uh, 29 seconds left, and uh, he missed a 30-foot three-point uh, pull-up jumper, a, f- a pull-up three with 19 seconds left on the shot clock, which is ridiculous. And this is not the first time he's done this this season. He's taken a lot of threes in a clutch, a lot of elevated threes, pull-up threes from dang near half court with a lot of time on the shot clock with double digits left on the shot clock. So I don't know why he, he keeps taking these shots. I know – He's supposed to be clutch coups years before. He's had some yeah. clutch shots and big shots, but um, right now his decision-making in the clutch is, is not helping the team at all. So that was disappointing from him. Um, I thought he did some other good things, like, you know, getting to the basket at times, but he didn't look like himself. So, But uh, Tyus Jones, he's playing really good basketball as of late. Uh, and then points in the paint is a problem. It's been a problem. Yeah. They let Goga Patadze has some put-back dunk, gets some put-back dunk. It's Franz Wagner. Got to the basket easily. We gave him 70 points in the paint, and that's inexcusable. Yeah. So that was a big thing right there. We got out-rebounded by seven boards, 47 to 40. That's a normal thing for the Wizards, but I thought overall they played hard, and I thought they did some good things. But uh, Corey Kessler, I thought he should have got involved a little bit more in the second half because he, he had a really good first half. And uh, it was good to see the long right out there because the long right, he played hard. Not, not big numbers. I mean, he's not a guy that's going to fill up the stat sheet, but – Seven points, four boards. Uh, he was active. He was getting to the rim, getting to the basket at times. I did not like the challenge 
Um, yeah, yeah. The Magic, they, they had a successful challenge. I get the call. They said Kuz um, abnormally put his leg out there. I thought that was a – I didn't think – I didn't agree with the call, honestly. Yeah. I thought it was a foul. But, you know, that that hurt us right there, taking away three free throws. That should have been at home. We can't get a call. So, tough, tough break on that. But you can't rely on a ref. So, uh, overall, I thought they I thought they played with some effort. It wasn't a blow. They didn't wave the white flag. But, you know, letting Anthony Black put up 23 points, you're going to lose. Franz Wagner, 28. Paolo, 24. That's a formula for a loss, and then you turn the ball over 20 times. So um, good effort by Jordan Poole. I thought he played better than Tyus Jones, too. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you, man. Um, I think overall it was a good effort from this team. They kept they kept in the game. I mean, that fourth quarter, they fought back a little too late at that point, but they definitely fought back. But look at overall. Um, starting with Jordan Poole, look, he's he starting to look locked in. He's been playing a lot better as of late. Um, he's definitely playing a lot more locked in, a lot more focused. Um, you know – I guess the only negative to really take out of Jordan Bulls, he still has those moments where, you know, one, two, three seconds in the shot clock, he's still, you know, launching the ball in transition. I, I, I've got to see that stop, man. <laughs> but, I mean, not taking away from his good performance, man. You know, he had a good game. I mean, 30 points, two rebounds, three assists, 11 for 20 for the field, six for 11 from three. And three steals where he got that one steal that led to a breakaway dunk. Love what I saw from Jordan Poole. De- definitely this is what I expected coming over from the Warriors. Um, Tyus Jones, again, has been playing really, really good basketball. I mean, looking at his stat line, another solid night, 22.6 rebounds, which he's tied with Bilal for the second highest rebounds, by the way, tonight. Uh, six assists, eight for 13 for the field, four for six for three, block, a steal, only two turnovers. Tyus Jones continues to be that floor general that we need and boosting the value. So, you know, he definitely looks attractive to somebody else. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So he definitely is boosting his trade value, and he's been playing some really, really good basketball. Um, uh, Daniel Gafford, 13 points, 13 rebounds, six for seven from the field, three blocks, two steals. I mean, as of late, he has stepped up. He has definitely been playing some good basketball at the center position. Um Really impressed with what I saw from Gaff, man. Now, I, I, you know, um, I was talking to my boy Marco, man, and he, he made a comment that really resonated with me when it comes to Daniel Gafford. And he said that Daniel Gafford has to be a really, really good help defender. And we always badger on Daniel Gafford about, you know, um, if you look at the opposing centers, how, you know, it always looks like he's overmatched. And I, and I, and it definitely is the case for the most part when he goes against more athletic, bigger bigs. But if you look at a lot of his blocks, it's in help defense. And, you know, you know, one comment is that when you have a player like Gaff, um, usually a defensive minor four helps out those type of players where he's a help defender center. I mean, if you look at a lot of his blocks, then, you know, his last block was he came out there, he helped defense and swatted that thing away. So um, when he he really excels at um, help defense, but, you know, I, I, I felt like he really limited Wendell Carter Jr. because that was one uh, matchup I was looking forward to because Wendell Carter Jr. can tend to be, I'm not going to say a Wizards killer, but he plays well against gaff so you know when they match up against each other you know he played well the, the previous two meetings but you know those three they played well in the starting five um denny avia again has struggled offensively non-existent offensively um and it's getting to the point now where a lot of the effort on defensive end is lacking a little bit you know you don't see that fire defensively like you used to so you know we we know denny man um often he struggles with you know getting down on himself 
Um, so I definitely want to see him step up, man. You know, you got to step up offensively, man. I mean, one for seven overall, oh for four from the field. I mean, he got three steals, four, one block. So defensively, he was still dominant. But on the offensive end, he's just he's disappeared. I don't know where he's at. And looking at Kyle Kuzma, I'll say this, man. Um, you know, yeah, you can say looking at the stat line, efficiency was just it, it was just not the name of the game for Kuz. And often it is, man. We know he's a high usage, high shot attempt guy. But I think he's working through an injury, like you said. He, uh, I think he needs they need to give him some time to kind of recoup. I mean, those tights tonight that he was on the floor. So you know, I know he was coming off an injury. He was day to day prior to the game. So we'll see. Maybe he needs a couple games off, man. You know, get him right because look, we're not playing for anything. So there's no reason to really play through injuries. We're not playing for a championship. We're not playing for the playoff. So I mean, don't you know, don't get a guy hurt that could potentially be a trade asset, especially when you talk about maybe a future first round pick. Uh, and real quick, looking at the bench, Corey Kispertie, um, the first half he was lighting it up. Second half. You had to put an APB on him. Where'd he go? Like, I don't, I mean, you did not see anything. I, I Very minimal playing time in the second half with Kispert. And I think this question, I, I don't understand why he was pulled because I feel like he was probably the hottest shot in the first half. Um, Shaman, again, eight, eight minutes, only three attempts. DeLon Wright, hey, stand up. DeLon Wright has shown back up at Capital One. And he came in and considering he came off an injury, stat line was decent, man. Seven points, four rebounds. One still, Delon, man, they definitely needed his leadership and Gallo with nine points. All right, and look at that, Bilal, Bilal, four points, but six rebounds, three assists. So, again, his not a, the biggest offensive night from Bilal. So, overall, they I, they fought, but the Orlando Magic, they're just they're farther in the rebuild. I mean, there's a talent gap. I mean, Ben Carroll is just he's box office. I mean, Franz Wagner is a hard guard at 6'10. You know, a two-way player, he's just a hard guard. And Anthony Black, who was drafted, what, like one spot ahead of Bilal, I mean, he came in and he played, I mean, on the perimeter. He was – I mean, that's the thing, man. Perimeter defense, again, just kills us. Because if you look at his shot release, it's not the fastest in the league. That he had enough time to sit back there and hit those threes. So we've got the short – we've got to get better on the perimeter. So overall, they fought, but talent gap and – you know, the, the same issues, perimeter defense, points in the paint, and rebounding, doom us again. So um, we're going to get into a preview of the Toronto Raptors game tomorrow night. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long, whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire. Every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster so let's see who josh has picked for us this week on ebay's guaranteed fit fancy picks of the week there's five good players but i'm gonna pick one at the end but we're gonna kind of break down each one real quick right so one is uh dante exum man jason kidd said that when healthy the mavs are still planning on starting exum his shooting will regress but that role is enticing so I, i'm not i'm not gonna target him i need to see more from exum but if you are down on guards, definitely consider him um, on the waiver wire. Jaden Ivey, uh, the Pistons broke a record tonight. So Jaden Ivey probably ain't happy like the rest of the locker room. But Monty Williams has finally given him minutes, and Ivey has delivered. It remains to be seen that Williams keeps that role consistent, but I like adding Ivey. So, yeah, if you need a scoring boost for your fantasy, I definitely would consider Jaden Ivey. But with everything going on, it's going to be a roller coaster performance, man. So do not um, depend on the consistent performances from him. 
Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein appears that Mitchell Robinson is out for the season, and Isaiah Hartenstein is a clear at if he is available. If you need rebounds, definitely consider him. Um, Jalen Johnson, if Jalen Johnson was dropped in your league, make sure you grab him now as he's returning from injury. He is a definite. I would definitely consider picking him up. And Tyron Prince, he isn't spectacular, but the Lakers need his shooting, and he's on a nice run of late. So if I'm looking at all these options, Jalen Johnson, excuse me, and Jaden Ivey are the best options in my pain so with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly brake kits led headlights roof rack bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors motors <laughs> has it and with ebay Mo- um, guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices you're just burning rubber right you know what i'm saying so not cash keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eBay guarantee fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible islands only. Exclusions apply. And Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel. So um, before we move on, man, I, I kind of got on my soapbox Roland, um, um, any anything else you want to cover as far as the um, Magic game tonight? Um, Blau, how many shots did he take tonight? I know he wasn't really involved much or didn't take a lot of shots. He uh, was one for one from the field. The only shot he took was off as a rebound or putback, and uh, that was it. He had four points, three assists, six boards, so he contributed in other ways. Three assists, two turnovers, two blocks. Um, so he filled up the statue in other ways but didn't score much. Ended up with 26 minutes, so I, I would like to see him more involved. I would like him to see more aggressive as well to get his own shot. And, you know, is, can Wes get him involved with calling a, a play or two for him? Now, I know he's not going to call a bunch of pin downs or, you know, screens, pick and rolls or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, he certainly can, you know, especially for your your seventh pick of the draft. You talked about Anthony Black being the sixth pick. Yeah. Jordan Poole made Anthony Black fall with a nice step back move. But I did want to see Bilal get more involved. Um, Johnny Davis uh, collected another uh, DNP, did not play. Coach's decision, Mescala didn't play. Pat Baldwin didn't play. Anthony Gill didn't play. Ryan Rollins did not play. Um, and Shamet, you know, coming back from the injury, 0 for 3. So he's got to get his feet wet. Yeah, yeah. Didn't play too well. And uh, to piggyback, piggyback off of your point on Denny, yes, Denny has gone through somewhat of a slump. Uh, two points, 1 for 7. Just didn't look all, 0 for 4 from the 3. All his 3s were, were not really close at all. Yeah. And um, how many turn? He had two turnovers, three assists, two turnovers. So he, he just looked really indecisive, kind of not going to say shell shock because I've just heard that word so much with Sam Howell lately, just being <laughs> shell shocked and kind of seeing ghosts and stuff like yeah. that. But then he kind of just look, didn't look like his normal self out there. He's kind of fumbling the ball, yeah. losing the basketball, you know, his off from the three, uh, kind of like how Sam Howell has been off, you know, so he, he just has been off these last couple games yeah man <laughs> sam how <Howell. laughs> yeah. um unfortunately because i like sam yeah i like sam too man but people clamoring trying to get caleb williams man but yeah. that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> um <laughs> uh, yeah i mean denny you know confidence has always been a thing with denny man you know we've, we've seen him where when his confidence is low it, it dips man and then you know he he has to kind of bring it back up you know defensively like i said Stat wise was on point, but you know, even the energy on defense sometimes, you know, you could tell he just the confidence is not there. Um, so you know, offensively, he's got to step it up. You know, we're in year four and you got the bag, 
you got to perform. You know, I, I get you go through slumps. I, I get all that. But he's got to work his way through that. That That is, you know, you got that bag. You, you know, you are a veteran now. You know, he is. He's a veteran now at this point. You know, I, you know I'm not. I'm going to stop considering him a young guy because he's already signed an extension. So, you know, there's more expectations with that, and which is, you know, we've, we've got to see a lot more consistency from him offensively. Because, you know, there was a point coming into the season that, you know, he's becoming a threat. You know, people were starting to notice his shot, and then it just—I don't know where it went. He, but he just his offensive performance is dip, and we have not seen him since. Uh, same with Blau. I mean, Blau has his um his moments, but we know what it is. He, I mean, there's there's the ball, <laughs> the you know the ball movement has to get better. You know, there's there's not a lot of opportunities from Blau to really put the ball on the floor and create for himself because very often than not, you know, Kyle Kuzma and Jordan Poole are shooting the ball. And we know the name in the game going into the season. You know, uh, just from last year or the last couple of years with Kyle Kuzma, we know what his MO was. Looking at Jordan Poole, we know what his MO was. So we knew as far as shot attempts, those two were going to shoot the ball a lot. We said it all the time in all the season that this season, you're about to see a lot of shot attempts for both of these guys. But, yeah, they got to find ways to get other people involved. And, you know, like I said, Tyus Jones has been playing well. You know, assist numbers are up. He's getting there. He's getting rebounds. You know, he's definitely playing some good basketball. And, again, Gaff. Now I've been I've been hard on Gap this year, man. I've been very very hard on Gap this year, but as of lately, he is he's playing good basketball. And I don't know if anybody's noticed, man, but he's he's actually uh, added some muscle, man. I mean, he's, he's got in the weight room, he's lifting, he's trying to get in there. He when he wants to compete with these bigger bigs, man. He definitely wants to solidify himself as a starting center. So you know, we'll see. I mean, if you like, I said I see him as a really good help defender. You know, if you look at a lot of his blocks, it's in help defense. Um, but he is definitely holding down the paint now. So we'll see. Um, I guess, we'll, like I said, uh, before we move on, man, they 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 played hard. But ultimately, he, the talent gap, Orlando's ready. They're ready to mm-hmm. roll. They're ready to take that next step, man. So, yeah, they're they're a talented team. Palo, Franz, Markel Fultz isn't back yet. Cole Anthony's a good guard off the bench. Suggs played well in the first quarter. Didn't do much after, but they got a deep team. Uh, Wendell Carter coming back, but Todd's a is a is a decent backup big. Mo Wagner is a good backup big as well, former wizard. So they got a good team. Jamal Mosley, he looks like he's he's coaching the team pretty well too. So they're an up and coming team. They've had a long rebuild, and uh, they're definitely a team that we can look at and be like, hey, you know, we can rebuild our team in a similar fashion. You know, Paolo was what the first pick of the draft. Yeah. So you know, if we can end up with something, you know, first pick of the draft or a top two pick evaluate the talent right get it right and you know we can and Franz Wagner he hit you know he was he was uh, a mid-round late lottery pick they hit a, they basically hit a home run with him for where he was drafted so you oh, know, yeah. we gotta we gotta definitely make hits like that so Will Dawkins would definitely count on him to make some good moves and some good picks but uh yeah Denny we'll see if he can get out of this slump you know the last uh, the last 11 games eight out of the 11 games he's had single digit scoring so like nine points seven points six points you know, I, I think he's capable of at least giving you 10 to 15 points. Not always about scoring, but I think he's yeah. a guy that certainly should be able to give you 10 to 15 points and not just six. And tonight, like, he only had two points. You know, I, I think he's definitely a better uh, – he's he's more capable offensively for sure. So, uh, but just looking at the Raptors real quick, right now they are um, another middle-of-the-pack team. They are 12 uh, – what's their record? 11 and 18. Uh, 11 and 18 right now. Um, they 
are uh, just looking at some of their numbers. Uh, defensive rating, they're 16th. Offensive rating, 20th. Pace, 19th. Uh, they're a good rebounding team. They're sixth in offensive rebounding. Total, re- total rebounding, they're eighth. Third in assists. Uh, 16th in steals, 20th in blocks. Uh, three-point percentage, they're a terrible three-point shooting team. 27th in the league, 30-point percentage. Um, and they are 29th in free throw percentage, so they're just not a good shooting team at all. Uh, but they they have a lot of guys. They got a lot of athletes like Pascal, OG, Scotty Barnes. Oh, Dennis yeah. Schroeder's a good athlete too. Uh, Jakob Potel, Precious Achua. So they've had the same team. Gary Trent Jr. off the bench. They ha- they've had the same team. It feels like for like a long time. The only thing is that they don't have Fred Van Vliet anymore. We played them last time. We should have beat them, but uh, the whole thing with um, you know Kuz trying to get the challenge. He was on one side, didn't get back on defense, and yeah, a lot of things happened that game. So uh, what are your keys to development for this game? Oh, um, I think you mentioned it before, man. Uh, Denny and Bilal, I want to see them a lot more aggressive driving the lane. Try, you know, definitely try to draw more fouls. And you know, look, shots ain't dropping, but I still want to see them shoot those shots. You know, definitely from three point, you know, mid range. Do not be hesitant. You know, get all the attempts you want up, man. This is all about development. So I definitely want to see those two. You know, definitely polish their offensive side, man. So I want to see a lot more aggressiveness from both uh, Bilal Koulibaly and Denny Avia on the offensive end because we know what they can do on the defensive end. They're solid there. So um, if you look at the Raptors, you know, this is going to be a tough one. I mean, like you said, they're struggling, but they got guys who are athletic who can defend. OG is going to be a heck of a matchup at the two guard with Jordan Poole. Uh, Scotty Barnes is a guy, highly athletic, 3D guy. Pascal Siakam has definitely gave us the business in the past. Um, you know, um, Potal, man, you know, I think this is a matchup where, you know, I definitely want to see Gaffer continue to try to dominate in the paint, man. You know, definitely want to see those uh, rebound numbers stay around when we saw last night or tonight. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the matchup I'm looking for. I think it's a definitely a favorable matchup. I mean, Portal has definitely given us a business the bats too. So, but this is a team that uh, we'll see 11 18. But I think the, the key to attacking them is this. I mean, if you look at the second, the second unit, uh, Chris Boucher and Precious Achiwa. You know, they got a couple of bigs on the second unit. So I would definitely, I'm on the second unit, push the pace. You know, we have guys who can who can run on the second unit. So definitely try to outrun their, their bench unit, man. But yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I mean, here's the thing, E. Um, you know, different game, same script. You know, we got to show up what our issues are, which is primitive defense. You know, tonight, again, they, they shot well from our, behind the arc on us. You know, we've got to get better in primitive defense. Rebounding, we did better. But here's the thing, rebounding, man. Um, I mentioned that earlier. You know, the number two rebounders, Numbers tonight were Tyus Jones and Bilal Kudabali. You know, Gaff, Gaff can't do it alone, man. I mean, we 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 everybody has to get active. They they gotta get in there and get rebounds. They get you know they gotta box out. You know, people. This has to be a team effort. Um, so you know, definitely looking at you know Gaff's numbers, thirteen rebounds. But you know, like I said, a guard shouldn't be your second best rebounding guy. You know, Kuz guy. You know, and I and here's the thing, man. I don't want to get too hard on Kuz because I know he's battling injury. But yeah, that would be my keys to, um to development, man. 100% rebounding for sure. Uh, they have to rebound better. The uh, Raptors are a good rebounding team. They they are very aggressive with yeah. rebounding. Um, Scotty Barnes is a good rebounder. He just had 14. They just lost to the Jazz. They're on a three-game losing streak. Uh, Scotty Barnes had 14 boards uh, last game. Uh, Poto only had four, but he rebounds well. Pascal Siakam is a good re- rebounder. He, he had nine. Uh, so that's going to be huge. Um just not turning the ball over. We turn the ball over yeah. a lot. We had an inbounds yeah. turnover today too. So just not making those uh those silly mistakes like that. Um and just shot selecting down the stretch. 
Um, I think it's going to be another close game here again. Uh, if, if, if we'll see if Kuz plays or not, we'll see. They they may sit him. You know, he may try to play through this injury that he has, but I think it would be their best interest to sit him. Uh, Bilal being more aggressive, looking to get a shot. West looking to get him the, the basketball more, and Denny playing with confidence too. Yeah. Johnny Davis, uh, he's just not going to play. So I, that's <laughs> just, you know, I think that's just what's going to happen with him. I don't think he's going to play. We'll see if he gets in again. Whether if it's a blowout, he may play. But if it's if it's a close game, I don't think he's going to play. And uh, Corey Kispert, keep doing his thing. Keep shooting the ball well. He's shooting yeah. the ball really, 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 really well right now. And uh, Tyus, too. Tyus is playing really well. So just keep going with that stride. Um, defensively, the Raptors, they don't guard the three-point line well at all. They're, they're 25th. So this is a game where we could we could shoot really well from the three-point line. Just looking at the last game against the Jazz, uh, Jordan Clarkson went four for nine from the three, and Larry Markkinen hit four threes. He went four for ten. So this is a game where we uh, possibly could shoot really well from the three-point line. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree on all points, man. So, yeah, I mean, do you even want to do a prediction or are we just going to roll with it? <laughs> um, I'm going to say a loss, a close loss. A loss. I'm with you, man. I think it's going to be a close L, man. But I think you definitely see a lot more fight in this team. They're definitely trying to play hard, man. So um, so we're going to get into comments and call it tonight. Before we do, it's going to holler at us about game time tonight. Yes, sir. Today's episode is brought to you by game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Especially like the Commanders game. They play the 49ers, so that should be a fun game. Uh, Chase Young. <laughs> Chase Young. Chase Young's homecoming and Jacoby Brissett will be your starting quarterback. So it should be a lot of fun to watch that game on Sunday. Make sure you guys use the Game Time app to get tickets. Game Time is the fast and easy, easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals. All their prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Also, Wizards tickets as well. Make sure you guys use the Game Time app for Wizards tickets as well before they move to Alexandria. See the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to accept, expect when you arrive. All the prices show your total upfront, so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use lock, code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code L O C K E D O N N B A for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, so we'll probably read one comment because we're gonna be back tomorrow night um, since it is a back to back. But once again, happy holidays, everybody. Hope everybody had a good Christmas. Hope everybody had a good time yesterday, for sure, with the family as much as possible. Um, shout out Lamar Odom. Um, but let's see here. <laughs> um, I guess we'll, we'll just read one more time. Yeah, the Pistons, they lost again. They're 20, 27 losses in a row. It's, just, it's crazy. NBA record. Um. Let's see here. Lamardo says Kuz clearly can't push up his right knee. He shouldn't play tomorrow. I agree. I don't see a reason to play him. I mean, <laughs> we're not pushing for anything. So do not injure your best trade asset, in my opinion. Mm. Uh, I'm with you on that one. Rome Cut Catalico says, Nice to see you both, Brandon and Ed Oliver. A couple of emojis. Nice to see you too, man. Nice to see you too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see here. This one. This we'll read this one and we'll probably wrap it up. Stuart O'Flaherty says, Blau and Danny still contribute to the team when they are not scoring. If Shemet, Gallinari, or Kisper are not hitting shots, forget it. 
Yeah, I, I think what you said it has some truth to it for sure. Yeah. Um, Gallinari, you know, he can't move on defense. You know, he's an undersized center on this team. <laughs> he can barely move, can't guard anybody. So if he's not hitting threes or hitting jumpers, then, yeah, he's one-dimensional. Kisper can do a little bit more because he can move to the basket, you know, cutting and moving out the basketball. So there's some other things he can do. Uh, but yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of see what you're saying there, Stuart, for sure. Blau can defend. Denny can defend. Denny can pass. Blau's a solid passer. Blau's a solid rebounder. Denny, Denny's a solid re- rebounder. So they do other things than just scoring. You know, <laughs> you got to get Gallo a life alert, man. <laughs> <laughs> AARP. I'm telling you, man. I mean, he moves slow, man. But um, nah, I, I agree on all points, man. I mean, Bilal and Denny, yeah. When this shot's not dropping, you know, definitely Denny the passing, definitely the rebounding. Um, same thing with Bilal. Yo, Bilal had a couple of nice rebounds, man. I mean, he had one where he went up there and grabbed one out of dude's hand. I mean, so, I mean, even mm, when – That was the only shot he, shot he took. Yeah, that's it, man. I mean, when the shot's not dropping, I agree. They're both definitely contributing other ways, man. Uh, Shamit, yeah, coming off injury – um, he's definitely trying to find his legs. Uh, Gallo, we know what his mo is, man. I mean, he's just he is what he is. And uh, Kispert, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's really on Kispert tonight, man. I mean, he was hot in the first half, and then 19 minutes overall. I, I don't know why he didn't get that playing time in the second half. I I, I don't know because he was he was our best shooter in the first half. So yeah, but I, I agree overall. But then yeah, I mean, Kispert, yeah, overall, yeah, when the shots not dropping, but you know, his cutting, um, his ability to move without the ball. You know, his IQ shows. So, I mean, you know, I wouldn't totally say he's lost when the shot's not dropping, but, you know, Shannon and Gallinari, yeah, absolutely. So, let's right. see. Definitely, yeah. We're going to wrap it up because we're going to see you guys tomorrow night. Less oh, than yeah. 24 hours going to be on. Recapping the game against the Raiders. We want to thank you guys for making Alonzo Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit the notification bell as well. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.